The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back to the Dungeons & Dragons Starter Set, Part 4, Session 2. Mickey, JJ, Kurt, Mike, and Joe make room for you at our table as Bree, Ferris, Thor, and Sir Moss make their way deeper into the Wave Echo Cave in search of the Black Spider. Enjoy the podcast! Hey everybody, and welcome back to The Shed with Adventures from The Shed. This is Mike Robertson again playing Sir Walter Moss. Uh, we really appreciate you all listening, and please tell your friends and rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps us out. And uh, if you could, check out our website, adventuresfromtheshed.com, where it has links to our Twitter and Facebook, and you can leave uh, emails and messages that we would love to see and talk about and listen to. Uh, it would make us real happy to hear that. Uh, wouldn't it, Kurt? What do you think? You pumped today? I mean, I'm always pumped, but if you were hanging out and sending us messages and talking to us, I would be even more pumped. So uh, I'm playing Thor, the Dwarven Cleric, today, and I'm glad to be in the middle of it. JJ here, playing uh, Ferris the Lad, and uh, I am currently leading the kill count. It, it By a lot. Me to step it up. Nobody likes to hear a show I'm just saying, I have 13. Y'all need to step it up. Whatever, wizard. Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I play Bree Greenbottle, the halfling rogue of the group. And apparently I'm one end of the sandwich, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Joe. I'm the dungeon master for this Dungeons & Dragons starter set. Um, And I'm the condiment on the sandwich, apparently. I like it. (laughs) What adds the flavor? That's me. Um, When we last left off, our group had just started part four of the Dungeons and Dragons starter set, our heroes have entered the Wave Echo Cavern and through the main or in through the entrance, uh, found their ways down the pit and headed off to the east, uh, fought some sturges and went into an old guard room uh, and uh, fought some skeletons. And from there, we are going to pick up with our group after having a couple of combats in. Uh, let's see, does everyone need a short rest? Uh, how are we going to handle our next steps here? Yep. Yeah, Bree needs to heal. I think we'll rest in this little broken yeah, down Yeah, I think I'm going to use a, a hit dice. I'm going to roll a hit dice. I'm going to roll one, maybe two, depending on how it goes. <laughs> how long see. does light the spell last? One hour. One hour. Check it out. One hour. I get back nine. Nice roll. Thank you. Uh, So just for the sake of consistency or or pseudo-realism within the game, you might as well just recast light on something just so we can say you're keeping that refresh going. I recast light. On the tip of my nose. We all oh, okay. So <laughs> I can't see. No. Brewed <laughs> off the red nose. Um, <laughs> so right. Bree rolled an eight on her hit dice reclaim. Uh-huh. I rolled a five on my d six, and Thor rolled, rolled a, a seven, seven on I'm his d eight. Think, think uh, if there's yes. any reason not to roll another one. I have four, right? Uh, you do have her level. Yeah. Um, but you gotta remember, you get to add your con and your dwarven resilience to that. Oh, sweet! This is why I like having JJ here. So I rolled a seven, and I get to add. Uh, two is nine, and my dwarven resilience, or my dwarven toughness, rather. Uh, whatever. Oh, no, that's <laughs> resilience, only, toughness. I mean, really, come no, on. No, actually, I don't get that. That's when I he's, level up. He's resilient to being tough. Max. Yeah, no, I don't get any. So I gotta okay. get nine. So you gotta get nine. All right, so All right, we'll um, stick with that. you guys take your short. And I get rest, a bunch more, but that's not. And uh, <laughs> again, with the map that we have down in front of us here, you are in area number four. 
and there was another room across the hall. So or I another doorway across the hall, I we'll should say. Head over there. I think I'm going to roll Can I roll one more? Go for it. There's no reason not to. Another seven, are, seven. Nine, so that's great. I'm at max. Nice. So we already checked to see if there's any sound. So. Yeah, there was no sound behind that door. And opening that door, you see a room, which is approximately um, 20 feet deep from the doorway into the far wall and about 40 feet wide from uh, south to north. Uh, the narrative for this room, this chamber was once an office or storeroom of some kind. The large stone counter bisects the room, set with three dusty balance scales made of iron. Cubby holes carved into the north wall are stuffed with dusty paper scraps. Several long-dead corpses, gnomes, and orcs by their look, are sprawled across the floor. I'm going to run and kick the corpses just to make sure the bones don't gather together. <laughs> I'm just <gonna laughs> scatter them as fast as I can. You, you, you successfully scatter some bones and stub a toe. Okay, I'm just going to find my stapler. Uh, and, and, you have a, and you have a cramp in your calf as you do it. Has anyone yes, seen yes, my I stapler? do. Um, so can we look around? And you're going to find the stapler? Yep. There's a red swing line stapler red there. Red swing line. Yeah. I put it in my pack. Have you seen my stapler? I bought it, I bought it with my own money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, they said you were looking around? Yes. We're totally uh, Behind that reach. counter, you find an iron strong box. It is locked. All right, back up, people. I don't think it's that strong. I think we can take it. <laughs> back up, people. I'm going right, to do I'll this. back up. <laughs> All right, so she's going to... The counter backs away from you. She's going to try to pick, pick the lock. All right. Wait, before she picks it, she's going to check for traps. Okay. Joe, did you give XP for the skeletons? I did not. Thank you for mentioning that, Kurt. Um, it is nine, not give me just a moment, uh, Mickey. Um, there were nine skeletons, just and perception. Kurt, if you could do that math, there are um, five zero fifty experience points each. Okay. So Thank you. Nineteen to see if it's trapped. It is not trapped. Now we're going to pick it. Oh, I wasted the nineteen. <laughs> so that's what five plus. <laughs> now I think what, what we had said before. I'm going to go off on one. a. A little rules tangent here. I think we looked this up before, and we could not find anything about attempting a skill more than once. Um, The the way it works is you can either roll if you want to do it quickly, Mm -hmm. or if that fails, you can take an hour in Uh game time to really do it, and that's called taking a 10. All right, but that's taking a 10, and I can tell you taking a 10 won't work. So So what I'd like here... That would would be a a 16 total. I'll make up a rule here on the fly. You can continue to try and pick it, and if you roll a 1, you will break your thieves' tools. So that's what? 11? 12. Why don't I just take my Warhammer I, to it? Yeah. That's 12. Oh. Um, I can tell you why the game does not give me a number for you to break Roll it. again. Mm. That's the why. <laughs> this is a, a rogue shine moment. All right. Somebody <laughs> else. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, you need thieves' tools to do this. <laughs> uh, try another one. Just no. don't roll a 1. <laughs> And we'll, we'll, we'll get this thing open. Ha! Uh, that'll do it. So she rolled a six, a two. A mm-hmm. two. Pick up another dice, rolled a two. <laughs> Pick up another dice, rolled a two. Pick up a se- fourth dice, rolled, rolled a 15. Wow. Okay, so you manage to keep your tools intact. And when you finally get this strong box open, inside are six, 600 <laughs> copper pieces. It's nothing. 600 copper pieces? Yeah. And I'll let you get that 600 on there. Mm-hmm. 180 silver pieces, mm-hmm. 90 electrum pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm still tickled that they put those back in. And 60 gold pieces, 6-0. Woohoo! <laughs> so this, the is shoes. An, this is an old pay chest that was apparently overlooked when the uh, battles came about. 
either that or they just didn't have Mickey's lockpicking skills. <laughs> skills with quotes around them. It's open, isn't it? <laughs> so there's nothing else of note in the room, so it's time to head back out. All right, rule of right. Yep, I guess we'll All head right. back to the north. So you're going out back into area number three, as it were, and heading east. To number to eight, yep. All right. So as you go down uh, a winding, uh, rough cavern uh, for about 60 feet or so, it opens up into a larger area. And the narrative for this section, which is section number eight, dense carpets of weird fungi cover large sections of the floor of this cavern. The growth includes, includes puffballs a foot across, weird shelf fungus growing on stalagmites, and large stalks and caps a good five feet tall. Some of the puffballs glow with an eerie green phosphorescence. Hmm. See, uh, you were reading that, and I was like listening and trying to complete the sentence as you're going. Yeah. This room is carpeted with Beaver pelts. Beaver pelts. <laughs> um, the size of this room would be more than 30 beaver pelts. Definitely. All right. Definitely. Um, can we roll anything for telling if if heading into this stuff would be disastrous to our health? That'd probably like be a nature, a nature check. check. Yeah, yeah, a nature, nature check. check. <laughs> yes. That's um, it, what I That's would say, uh, uh, for the sake of expediency, you can tell 13. that um, some of this would definitely be hazardous to your health, but not all of it. Is there a clear pathway through, or do we need to... In game terms, no. Whenever you attempt to cross the cavern, the, tar- the carpets of fungi that cover most of the floor release gas into the air. Oh, Is there any chance that a dwarf with boots of striding and jumping could <laughs> jump over it without hitting his head on the ceiling? Only if you could jump 50 feet. How? Um, why? It's 50 feet across? So what, what we need to do is if we're going to travel through here, each person will need to make a DC 11 constitution saving throw. No, right. no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Can somebody shoot me across? No. <laughs> are we going to fastball special you? 50 yes. feet. About 50 feet to get through No, this no area. slingshot. All right, I can run three times faster than normal, I think. So maybe I can take Nobody less damage. Nobody tosses a halfling. <laughs> yes. Sir right. Walter Moss made Sir it. Walter. Sir Walter gets his crits on some of the most useless rolls. Yes. <laughs> oh, the crits no. only come up when it doesn't matter. I'm good. Okay. Who does not make the 11? Bree does not. There we go. This is the amount of poison damage you're going to take. One, six, and five. That would be 12 poison damage. Oh, jeez. Now, somebody, please look in the rule book for information on the poisoned condition. Because Bree is going to be poisoned for 10 minutes. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay, so for about 10 minutes, you have that. Plus the 12 damage is uh, a perma-poison. You know, dwarves have advantage on saving throws against poison because of their dwarven resilience. Yes, I do. From drinking. That's why I was looking at you. I didn't need it, but I could have rolled it again. So that that will get you through that cavern area. I have resistance to the damage, too. Whatever that means. And um, as we see here on our map, that just leads into another rough-hewn hallway that leads north for about 30 feet or so. And that leads into area number, if you would put there, 13. 
And the narrative for this area, so after you've gotten through the uh, cavernous area and gre- uh, Brie is a sickly shade of green yeah. bottle. <laughs> Get it? Uh, <laughs> Very see what nice. I <laughs> um, <clears throat> She kind of looks like a Heineken bottle. <laughs> the, uh, the narrative for Area 13 here is glittering minerals in the ceiling of this large cavern catch the light and send it back to create an impression of a starry night sky. It's very romantic in here. I like it in here. If only there were beaver pelts. If only. Dozens of skeletons, many crushed under fallen debris, are scattered across the floor. The cave is large enough that it contains two freestanding structures. Each of these stone buildings is proportioned for human use as opposed to the dwarf-sized doorways and furnishings you've seen elsewhere in the mines. Both structures have battered and blackened masonry walls, their double doors cracked and scorched. The cavern is divided by an escarpment (laughs) into which a flight of stairs has been cut. Passages lead out of this area to the north, south, and west. Now, the south is where you came in, and we're going to add to our map here the structures as they look on uh, the actual game map. And you'll see that there is the structure directly to the east as you enter, and that's area number 14. And then the, the other structure is a little more to the north, and that is technically area 15. Uh, Where are we going? My building just got bulldozed. So we are coming in from the south end to the area. You are coming in from the south here. Are we going to continue to go right? We're momentarily awed by the beauty of the starry, starry night, which is really minerals. It is very nice. This area, area 13, is actually called the Starry Cavern. Can we tell if any of those are valuable gems, or are they all just like quartz or silicon or uh, minerals in the ceiling are pretty, but they are neither magical nor valuable. Can I cast Dancing Lights and make it sparkle? <laughs> you can't. Now, Thor has light cast on his nose, so whenever he moves his <laughs> nose around... <laughs> I want a sparkle! You need to cast Fog Machine, and yeah. that would make it perfect. Very nice. Oh, God, we've created a yeah, rave uh, Yes, party. and then Sir Walter Moss can beatbox it. <laughs> There's a and rave. It'll be a rave going on here. All right, so where um, are we going? Going to 14, or are we going to go out? Yeah, let's explore yeah, these human so, size. So I mean, as described, the, um, the doorways, the, the double doors are uh, batter, what was the double doors are cracked and scorched. Something bad cracked happened. Cracked and scorched. Scorched. Hmm. I hate Sean Connery. <laughs> their, their doors are scorched. Can, can, can we listen at one of the doors? Are the cracks big enough that you could peek in? La, 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 la. Answer equals no. Equals Can no. I take one finger and touch the wall to see if it's hot? You may. Which finger? My little pinky. You've lost that finger. Oh. I'm oh. kidding, though. <laughs> <laughs> it says right here, if a dwarf touches the wall with a single finger. and um, So you have the, the double doors are cracked and scorched, but they are currently intact. However, you could probably get them open with a successful strength check. Can we listen first? You sure may. You hear nothing. Thanks. It's a good right. thing because I rolled it too. I guess you I hear will nothing use except for the sparkling light, which makes no sound. Strength check. Kick it in. Oh, bam. Plus two. All right. A DC 15 strength check allows you to wrench or smash open the doors. You pick. I'll let you pick. You uh, want to wrench or smash? Boot. I'm going to. No, smash. you can only wrench or smash. I'm going to smash. Hawk smash. <laughs> 
Walter Ball smash. Yeah. There is no uh, there is no accounting for anything other than wrenching or smashing here. So you smash open the doors, and inside, dust, ash, walls blackened by fire, and heaps of debris to meet beneath the sagging ceiling show that this room was damaged by a destructive blast. The furnishings, which are tables, chairs, bookshelves, and beds, are charred or splintered, but otherwise well-preserved. A scorched iron chest stands near the foot of one of the beds. And... I love chests. If, if I ever get... All right, so that's what you spot, see from the office. doorway when you look inside. Another chest? At the foot of one of the beds. Be careful about a fire trap or... Uh, yeah. Is it trapped? Like, can we see Are it? you going in the room? I will. <laughs> Go wizard. <laughs> As you enter the room... I got. I've got to find the right page here. Give me a moment. Um, da, 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 da. So a a figure rises up from the floor of the room, and uh, kind of uh, uh, what's the right word for it? It kind of congeals into a form. Materializes. Materializes. I like that one. That'll work. Uh, and uh, a, an incorporeal remnant of a particularly hateful being uh, materializes before you and let me get punch that fellow in the face um, and he says when he when he rises out of the floor it says your presence is offensive to me your life forfeit my treasures are mine alone not yours to plunder well you stink <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> and the next line says, if the characters make no attempt to reason with them. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about like what we do. That sounds about right. It attacks. Rarely do we attempt to reason here in this party. Well, Bree has no filter. She has no yeah. filter whatsoever. <laughs> well, let, let, let's do it this way. First, let's get an initiative. Everybody, please roll an oh, initiative. I had something fun to say. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's nice. Six. I'm sorry, guys. I'm rolling garbage today. Garbage. <laughs> I got 16. Um, the uh, the bad guy Six. has a one. I rolled a one on the die, so there I will go. be going last. So Walter Moss is first. Okay, so now here, although she says, well, that stinks. Because you have initiative, I will allow you to react the way you like before you are attacked since I have the last thing. Uh, last initiative. I'm going to holler, monster, and run in and slash his head. (laughs) Well, very well. Now, let me just take a look here, because I need to look at the stats for this monster. Bree, how long are you poisoned for? Ten minutes. minutes. Oh, I was going to say, I could cure a condition with lesser restoration spell, but I don't know if we want to use my only other level two spell slot for that. All right. Just give me a while. I'm ready. Go for it. Eighteen. Eighteen will hit. Uh, nine damage. Uh, no, eight damage. Eight damage, okay. Um, as your axe passes through the figure, you are sure you're not doing your full damage. Mm. It's it seems barely effective. Well, it's the only way I know how to attack. <laughs> That's all I know, man. You have that sword. No, you have that sword. No, I don't. You have I, I, you I, gave I, it back? I, I pass yeah. it to you when I... All right, who's up after Sir Walter Moss? Uh, Bree. And Bree's still poisoned, correct? 
which just means she has disadvantage. At this point, yes. We'll say you're poisoned through the end of this encounter. So All you right, roll so 2d20, take the lower of the two. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> she is going to try to shoot the incorporeal wizard. Um, look at that, two 16s. Uh, you are going to hit, Woo-hoo. definitely. And she only gets one d6. Walter Moss is right next uh, to Yeah, him. he charged right in, so you have an ally next to the bad guy. So, look at that. Even poisoned, she's kicking ass. 13 damage. <laughs> As, ass kicking good. Now, <laughs> normally, don't you attack with advantage somehow? Yes. But she has to hide first. She has okay. to hide first, which would negate so that'll make so it, it, make like it just normal. one. So, again, the arrow passes through, and, and clearly it catches some of some substance from the creature, it but it does not do enough It blows damage. a little yeah. mist part of him off of it. Yes. Ha-ha! Nope. <laughs> now she's going to hide. Ha and ha. Ooh, really 20, 20, to, 20 hide. to hide? Let's see if I get a 20 to find you. No. Uh, all right, who's up after Bree? Uh, myself. Okay, myself? Uh, magic Missile. Magic Missile. Go for it. What's the damage? We have three still? Or do you do any more than that? I yet? just do three. Okay. So that's a total of 12 damage. All right. Nice. And it is full damage. It is. Because it's magical. Magic. Well, it is, is it force damage? What it kind is force damage. Okay. So then, yes, it is full. Use the force. I'm sorry, I'm metagaming. Use I was going to say, I don't know the, the rules that you guys are talking about. I'm wondering if my radiant damage is going yeah, to so work it'll be fine. Yeah, man. It'll uh, do well. It'll radiate. Good. That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> 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 All right, who's up after Ferris? Um. I think it's Thor's turn. He is going to use his uh, Sacred Flame cantrip. You get to make a deck saving throw against my uh, Let's against see 14. about that. I rolled a four plus three is seven. Nope. Do I have to roll to hit with that? Or does nope. It, it yes. Just, if they, if it he makes hits. a saving throw, then you don't roll to hit. Okay, so I'm rolling right. damage, a 1d8 radiant damage. Go for it. Eight. Yes. Eight. All right. And, and who's I up thank after the big MD? Who's up after Thor? The bad dude. Uh, bad, bad guy. Man. Bad guy. <clears throat> and he blows us all away. Gosh, all right. Let's probably ask his name first. Does see he what he can do puff? here. Um, <laughs> Stinky. That's his name. And Stinky. he is. Are you Casper then? Yes. <laughs> uh, Stinky Casper Batso <laughs> Stinky. and Stinky Casper. Stretch. What are you talking about? Casper the Friendly <laughs> Ghost. I never saw that movie. Wow. He's the friendliest ghost you know. (laughs) He always says hello. Um, We are now going to allow this guy to attack Sir Walter Moss. Oh, no. And we'll let let him whisper something menacing, a grave whisper of something menacing as he approaches. Monster. I'll show you monster. You will join me in death. Very nice. Oh, and maybe rolls not. A six. Yeah, six plus five is eleven. Walter Moss's pithy comeback. Eh, I don't think I'm such good company. <laughs> nah, I, I, I don't think so. All right. Um, so who's up after that? Moss. Top of the Moss. order. Moss. Go ahead, Moss. I will uh, do what I do best and hit him with Felicity. Okay. And do it half as best. Eleven. Eleven will not hit. Oh wow! Who's up you, after? You should have tried Andrew uh, Moss. Bree. Uh, Bree. Bree. Go ahead, Bree. Am I still poisoned? And yes, uh, through the show. end of the, this encounter. So since she was hot, hidden, we basically I just rolled one die twenty, and roll it poorly. I rolled um, a five. A five plus, plus six. six is eleven. 11. That'll miss. She's gonna hide again. Go ahead, hiding. 
Ooh, that was terrible. What? What? So eighteen. 18. You end up with eighteen. All oh, right. Still hidden. Um. Okay. Me. And I think Ferris is up next. Go ahead, Ferris. What will he do now? Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost. And he rolls. 17 on a dice. 17 will hit. And what Four. is the damage? I think it's a, I forget. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Uh, Thor, Becky. are you ready with what you're going to do? I am. I'm just going to do uh, Sacred Flame again. All right. So you Let's have get f- the damage from the Ray of Frost here. Ah! When you need oh, a die that eight? die is gone, Here. man. Gone forever. What do we got? Three damage. Three. If I had used mine, it would have been six. And you can tell the cold did not have the same effect that the force did. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, you have to roll a 14, uh, check against 14. I rolled a one on the die. I'm All doing right. some pretty Does that mean it crits? Rolls. The reverse. Four radiant damage. Four radiant damage. Um, and he reaches out a spectral hand towards Sir Walter Moss again. <laughs> Bad touch. <laughs> Bad, Bad touch. touch. The 10 plus 5 is 15 nope. to hit. That Walter guess. Moss smacks the hand away again. Apparently. <laughs> Bad touch. <laughs> um, let's see. This is not a very... I'm going to then allow him something fun. Why not? Um, I mean, just a moment. He does this. Uh, He will. um, He moves through the wall to the outside to the north. Dang. Who's up next? Who gets to do that? (laughs) I guess I'll chase after him. Okay. And uh, if I can catch up to him, I will... Uh, I'm going to say that you need to move... Chop him. Uh, well, say you're right inside the door just for the sake of uh, uh, numbers here. One, two, three, four, five. You need to be able to move 50 feet. I can move 30 feet. And then... Do you have anything to throw at him? I have javelins, so we'll try to throw a javelin. All right, go for it. I've got so speed. that will get you outside into the corner, the... the You'll be right up here. So how did he move that far? How did he move that far? He only needed to move through the wall. He only needed to move 20 feet. Okay, well, he can only move 10. Why? Ray of Frost. Um, He's a ghost. I don't know. He tells the me. rules say, it say but DM but it interpretation. Says, well, but it says his um, speed is 10? Yeah, Ray of Frost says the, the, the creature's move speed is 10. Okay. Well, then I'll get him halfway through the wall then, just because that's where he's going. All right. Um, Go no, sorry. You, you still. I mean, what speed is reduced by ten feet? Oh well, that's no problem. He has a sixty-foot speed. Okay. And he flies. Well, shoot. and he flies. Uh, all right. So either way, back Gabbling to back time. to where we were. Go ahead. Yeah. Very nice. That's 17. 23. 23 will hit, and what's the damage on that? It is D6 instead of D12, which nice. is 6 plus 3, so 9. Okay. 9 Back javelin damage. All right. Javelin damage. <laughs> javelin. I think it's piercing, technically. but Not in my sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I crossed right. out. Piercing. He just chucked a javelin and, jo- sideways. And who's up after so Sir now why Walter Moss? So why does the javelin hurt but the swords didn't earlier? It does. So you it can, still probably takes half. You can get around there 
to to make a ranged attack at him as well, if you like. Sure. Just to the edge. He'll still be 30 feet away. But Is she still poisoned? Yep. Yes. You're well I'm going to ask every time. So, <laughs> <laughs> 14. Um, uh, 14 will hit. Woohoo. Is, there's no one next to him, though, right? Uh, no, nobody. But you hid, did you? But not? I did hide. So that is thirteen. Now, how plus far three. can you move while hidden? Um, that would be the next question. Well, the thing is, she would need to move if, her full if he distance. Left the, if he left the room and she was hidden, mm-hmm. then he doesn't have line of sight to her. Well, he would when she reaches the corner to be able to shoot him. True. Mm-hmm. So, can you move your full speed while hidden? That would be know. my question. Where would it take me? It would be in a stealth. Right. Because if you can, that's okay. If you cannot, then you wouldn't be able to get I wouldn't be able to get enough. to him. Right. Or you would become unhidden, in which case you don't deal the extra damage. It wouldn't seem that you could stay hidden and move at full speed. No. That would be my guess. But I don't know. They, they made a lot of really neat things on the Rogue. And we're looking at the rules. Go on, rule oil. So he's checking that out. And I think Ferris is up next anyway, so we'll see what he ends up doing. She might kill him. Who knows? She very well might. She's going to get around that corner and shoot an arrow at him. At his knee, though. At at his knee. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot him in the the spectral knee. I will. And... um, doesn't say. It doesn't. So for the sake of we all kind of agree, Let's assume you won't stay have hidden. Okay. Uh, so, so just I have the to first take away. die. Yeah. Well, boo. I mean, you can roll one again. I, I don't mind it. But, but. Eight. Hmm? Eight. Eight. All right. So the, um, the arrow finishes him off. Woohoo! All right. Uh, he kind of dissipates, and uh, the the spectral mist he was uh, materializing into falls down through the floor. And Told off you. He goes stinker. So you guys just killed a wraith. Right. <laughs> yes. Excuse me. No touch. That killed. is seven hundred <laughs> experience. Woo. Now here's the thing: if he had hit anybody. His damage is 3d8 plus 3. Holy cow. And you have to make a constitution saving throw, or or your hit point maximum is reduced by the amount of the damage you take. Oh, Oh my word. That's ridiculous. What what was your XP? 700. All right. So, uh, fortunately for you guys, you didn't get hit. Wow. But that could have really hurt. And if, I, if you take the default number they give you, his, uh, if you don't feel like rolling it as a DM, it does 16 uh, uh, damage when it hits you, which means your maximum hit points will be reduced by 16 when you got hit if you don't make the DC 13 constitution saving throw. So you finish him off. Wow, we just Since got lucky. the Wraith talked about lucky. staying away from his treasure, mm-hmm. I think we should look in his little room for some treasure. Heck yeah. Well, we there is that, that scorched chest at the foot of the bed. Open it. Is it locked? Is it um, locked? Uh, Ferris just opened it, and it contains 1,100 copper pieces. You got that, Kurt? 160, 160 silver pieces. 50, that's 50 electron pieces. Three diamonds. And they are 100 gold piece each. Wow. And a wooden pipe adorned with platinum filigree, which is 150 gold pieces. I want that. (laughs) (laughs) Now I need a monocle. I do. Not Prasco. <laughs> and also around the room, there are um, oh, no. 
uh, some tomes on the shelves that are in good shape. They appear, as Ferris could tell, to be magically preserved. They have not fallen into disrepair. And what are the contents of these tomes? Um, then what you can do, uh, do a intelligence check uh, or investigation if you have investigation. Ooh, investigation. Is this the first time investigation has come yes. up, I think? Yeah. Yes. I can hear so that. So it's a DC 12 for this. I got a 23. All right. So one of the, um, uh, one of the, the tomes you find has a map sewn into its cover. Nice. And uh, for the sake of uh, not chasing a rabbit hole... Uh, that's one thing that this starter set gives the DM is in placing this here, it says this map is a is now a map of the DM's creation, which the players can use if you continue past the starter set. Nice. Okay, so, so it's breadcrumb. a way for me as a DM now to take, you've just found a new area, and that's where you would want to explore okay. after this game is over. Mm. Breadcrumb. Yes, exactly. So just so we don't chase a rabbit hole, what, what the hell does this map mean? It doesn't mean anything yet. All right. Cool. So, did they just out of curiosity? Did they tell you in there what the next hook is, or does it just say you can make this be a map of anything you want? It specifically says the map shows a location of a dungeon of your own creation. Ah. When the characters finish their explorations here, the old this old map can lead them to their next adventure. Cool. I like it. Yeah, it is a good thing for them to add in there. Um, nothing else of interest within the room itself. I need healing. <laughs> Drink a healing potion. And the, po- the poison would then wear off. How, uh, what, what are your hit points at? I'm at 12. Ooh. You're at 12. Yeah, that poison. Mm. Is anyone else low? Really it's a good thing you didn't nope. get hit. Out of <laughs> she would have been unconscious. Mm. So you have finished number 14, area number 14, which is Wizard's Quarters. And is, although you guys didn't potion? know this. Is that? How much um, is the healing potion? Or you guys deal? didn't ask or talk uh, to the two guy. Four plus two. Yeah. But who you have just defeated is Mormesk the Wraith. He is a wizard in life. And he had magical items and such. Where are the magical uh, items? Where are the magical items? Uh, The book, the magically preserved tomes. Nothing special. Why don't I use preserved life since I can get that back in a... Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I get that back at a short rest. Uh, I can distribute up to 10 hit points to get you up to half max. I'll just give them all to you if you need them. Okay. Does that help? That does help. It gets her two hit points. Oh, I can, I can only go to half? You can only go to half. All right, so that doesn't help. It only gets me two hit points. All right. Uh, I can do Cure Wounds to give you she has uh, 1d8 dice. plus yeah. f- six. Why don't we do that? 1d8 plus six. Okay. It's a spell. Do you roll or do I roll? Or should I just use my hit dice? Uh, I'll roll. Oh, it, uh... Oh, and you get my Disciple of Life bonus, too. Don't forget. So here we go. Six plus my spellcasting ability modifier, which is six, is 12. Plus my Disciple of Life gives you an additional two plus the spells level. So two more. So 14. Nice. I'm at minus one. 14. All right. Almost at max. So now we're ready to continue. Cool. Up the little stairs in room 13. All right, so you you head up into the area where the other structure is, and that is um, also similar to the 
Um, the other room, remember, these are human-sized structures uh, rather than the dwarven ones that you've been familiar with. And it has a, what was it here? Uh, both of the structures, so the number 14 and this new area you're looking at, which is actually number 15. Uh, they had battered and blackened masonry walls, and their double doors were cracked and scorched. So both of them were the same, which means the same DC 15 strength check to get the door open. All right, I'm going to knock first. Okay. Does anything happen? Uh, no. <laughs> knock, knock. No. I don't know what the I DC will... is for answering a knock. And I... I'll kick it down. Kick it. And then I Crit. kick it. Again. Natural Again, Again, these doors have no chance the against doors Sir Walter Moss. My pain. He kicked right. it so hard he sprayed WD-40 into it and <laughs> opened without a sound. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, the, the door swings open. And here's your text for this area. This large workshop was badly damaged by the ancient spell battle that laid waste to the mine. Work tables taking up two corners of the room are scorched, and the plaster has been burned off the masonry walls. In the middle of the room, a stone pedestal holds a small brazier in which an eerie green a small flame bra? exactly <laughs> an eerie green flame dances and crackles in the bra. It and its pedestal appear to have been untouched by the forces that destroyed this area. Behind it floats a spherical creature measuring roughly four feet in diameter. Four eye stalks protrude from its central mass, two on each side. And in the center of the body is a large eye that stares at you. Hello, says a thick, burbling voice inside your head. Ah, gross. I'm super excited. (laughs) Peanut butter. Let's roll initiative. Uh, it's time for the eye creature. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Look at that. Oh. I got me a 20. Well, let me see what I add to that for this uh, creature here. Doesn't mean you go first. 22. My initiative is a 22. Yeah, so what, what you see. Nine. Like Nine. I say, it's a spherical monster Eleven. about four Eleven. feet wide. Seven. And it has eye stalks. Sticking out of its body, and in the center of the body, the center mass, is a large eye that stares at you. And uh, uh, apparently it also has a big mouth with teeth and a long tongue sticking out. Slimer. So what this is the uh, picture that we're looking at from page 48. What's this monster called? Uh, we're, we're just going to give you the name. It's called a spectator. It, apparently, I mean, well, almost obviously, it is at least a cousin to a beholder. Biff. It's a big floating eye. So what do we have for the initiative? Spectator, Ferris, Thor, Bree, Moss. All right. So let's see what he does first. Um, Well, that's it. Uh, As far as the spectator goes, you hear that, that thick, burbly, hello, inside your head. Inside our heads. Inside your head. Get out of my head. <laughs> uh, no. I'd like to respond in a kind and genteel manner. I Why, hello, go sir. First. Who's oh, you go after, first. Who's after the spectator? Ferris. I, um, I would like to roll a arcana check to find out what I know about spectators. Okay. That's, I would like to really remember. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we can do with that. 
It's an 11. Uh, uh, you know, let's, let, me, let me give you a couple of good bits here. Um, uh, we'll go with the Arcana thing that you might remember. So first, of course, uh, it has four eyes on eye stalks, and from those eyes it can shoot different rays. You remember that? I'm not really sure what they are. Okay. Uh, you do know, however, that um, through your Arcana, through your wizarding learning, if you will, uh, that if it makes a successful saving throw against a spell, it can choose to redirect that spell to something else. I see. You do remember that from your wizard learnings. All right. And who's up after that? Um, Thor. And then I would like to say... uh, Mm -hmm. What would you say? Hello back. (laughs) Okay. It looks like he wants to converse at all. Um, Okay, go ahead. Oh, the the other thing that you would know. Uh, let me let me throw this out here too, because this is something that you could remember. Um, the spectator itself is a summoned creature that is summoned to guard a treasure. I see. Okay. Okay. And it's usually summoned by a wizard. All right. So I'll say we don't necessarily have to engage. We can leave. That doesn't seem like something we would do. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's be serious. All right, so now Thor. Did I hear the hello in my head? Everyone did, yes. Well, I'd like to look him in his main eye and say, well, hello, fine sir. How are you today? <laughs> look him in his one big eye and say, howdy, how you doing? How you doing? All right, and, and who's after that? Uh, Bree. 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 You know she's going to shoot him <laughs> in the eye. <laughs> okay. So I got no response. Um, the, we'll have a response. Okay. I just wanted to see who, what, at what point it was going to break down. <laughs> <laughs> on Bree's turn. And we, and we know. It always breaks down on Bree's turn. So kind of the conversation happens very, like, simultaneously. And, <laughs> and what you get? She got a 17. Um, a 17 will hit. She shoots him in his eye. It's amazing that Bree is still alive. I should <laughs> I stop healing Five. her. <laughs> okay. Um, so your arrow hits it. And uh, uh, <laughs> and so as the arrow hits it, as you guys are talking, uh, it, it says back inside your heads. Um, uh, clearly, <laughs> clearly you are not uh, from uh, of the owners of the Wave Echo Cave. Well, who's next? I guess not. I guess not. Can she hide now? <laughs> oh, you could try, sure. He's From, got a lot of eyes, though. I know. Mm-hmm. He, he can roll 24. a 24. <laughs> yeah, you can get 24 to hide. I can roll a 1 to spot you. Oh, there's something in his eye now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my arrow. <laughs> oh, my eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and who's up after Bree? I am. I will vault over the work tables and uh, vault. Try to stab him. Give him the stabity stab. A stab. Oh, with axe. an axe? The axe stab. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Felicity. Stab him with my axe. Oh, Felicity, you've let me down today. That's Action twice. surge. That's a ten. Ten doesn't do it. Ten will not hit. All right. Action surge. And power up. Twelve plus six is eighteen. Eighteen will hit. All right. And then, 
Very nice. Ooh, ghetto crit. Nice. And ghetto crit gives him got? 15 damage. 15 damage. That's a lot. And I guess it's probably the spectator's turn now. Correct. All mm-hmm. right, here we go. Uh, pew, 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 yeah. pew, pew, pew. Just remember that I was nice and tried so to So the spectator <laughs> uses two of its eyes. The Death Star. Um, Just me. <laughs> yeah. And it can target a creature it can see within 90 feet, so that's going to work. So I have four to pick from here, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick them random for myself here by rolling a d4. The first one... It, this ray is going to head for the first person who shot him. No, can't be, because you went and hid. He can't <laughs> see you. So the spectator is going to throw it at the guy who came in with the axe. Uh, you need a DC 13 constitution saving throw. I got it. All right. So nothing happens with that one. Let's see what the other eye does. Again, a DC 13 constitution saving throw. To me? Yes. You're the only one yep. that's hit him so far. Nice. <laughs> um, on a failed save, it, you take uh, sort of, uh, half, as on, half as much on a successful. So you're going to take half of what I roll here, which is uh, 3 plus 5 is 8 plus 6 is 14. So you take 7 damage. What kind of ray was that? Do we know? That is the wounding ray. Wounding ray. He was, well, wounded. wounded. I guess that kind of makes sense. Um, excuse me, and it will also try to bite you. Oh. Nah. Yeah. I was hoping to paralyze you and then bite you, but I guess it'll just wound you and then try to bite you. It's only a plus one to hit for this. It's not so good. So that misses. A four plus one is five. So he's not so good with biting. Just give him a straight arm. Yeah. (laughs) He has a straight arm right to the face. No. No. Okay, All right, bad no. touch. Who's up after the spectator? Ferris. Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Ferris. All right. Uh, hostilities have been engaged. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Ferris uh, hits it with an atomic bomb. I'm going to shoot it with my death ray. Yep. Death ray. Ray of coldness. Okay. I'm going to give him the cold shoulder. 15? I don't mm. know if he has shoulders. 15 will hit, yes. Four damage. For four. And who is up after Ferris? Thor. This guy. So it gets a little bit cold, but nothing to worry about. What you want to do, Thor? Uh, am I close enough to swing my warhammer up? You are if you, you walk up to it. In Excellent. I will grab Kirsten and... Uh, <laughs> it's a new name each time. I Take like a that. mighty swing. 17 plus 4, 21 to hit. That will hit, yes. Yep. Excellent. And where did my D8 go? Here it is. We take uh, three plus two, five bludgeoning damage. Five damage. And who's up after Thor? Bree. Bree. Bree Bree comes out of hiding. Go ahead, Bree, and you got two allies next to him. Good thing. Let's see if that helps. Three is not. I didn't want to fight him. It's a little better. That's a 13. uh, 13 will miss. She hides again. Indeed. So she's going <laughs> to hide. She can't hide. What's your total? That's a 13. Okay. And uh, uh, all four eye stalks stare at you as you attempt to hide. Damn it. 
first Who's time up after Bree? Moss. Go ahead, Sir Walter. You've got um, a... Continuing with the slashing of the sword, he brings it back up, trying to cut... Sword? Okay. Well, no. Actually, you stabbed him with the axe, I, and I'm going to slash him with the sword. <laughs> yep. Continuing with the uh, axe, because right. that's what I do. Go ahead, Felicity. Oh, God. And that should be a 17. A 17? You got a plus six? I do have plus six. Good gosh, Now man. that I got he a, does now. Yeah. a bonus. Nice. Well, you got it. Yep. That hits. With 14 damage. That will be enough to stop the spectator from hovering. It falls to the ground, <laughs> oozing icker and nasty stuff. And Bree looks at you and goes, I take back every evil thing I ever said about you. <laughs> I just put my foot up on top of it and like give a heroic pose. Captain Morgan it. Yeah. Even the stuff you didn't hear me so say. I, I would say, although this guy could definitely hurt you, um, all the DCs to save against its eye rays are 13, which isn't that high. It's, well, I mean, it's relatively easy to make a 13. Especially if Moss is rolling 13s and 15s. And it's okay. wisdom or constitution. Those are the only two that it is. Those are all with. 50% for us, though. Yeah. Nice. So, you guys finish so off the spectator. Uh, the problem is they're not hitting you guys back very good. Yeah, we're not. I'm, I'm rolling horrible. To attack, yeah, we, we or like we're rolling yeah. well to defend ourselves. Like the, that's a, a good way to look at it. Poison room. Yeah. She was the only one that got affected. Yep. So you finish off the spectator, gaining three million experience and going to level twenty. Three. You have to million. put your, your pinky next to your. I'm mouth. glad you said the uh, experience. That is seven hundred experience. Another seven hundred. Yes. Holy moly! Okay. All right. All right. Now, the spreadsheet inside, has been updated. looking around, what's going on? Um, on the work table in the southeast corner of the room um, are, I'll just read what it says, the last items a spectator was charged to protect, Lightbringer and Dragon Guard. So we're going to say that Ferris takes a minute to check these items out. Yes, please. They are both magical. And somebody rolled a nice history check and has a little bit of information about these things. So Lightbringer is a plus one mace. And whoever had learned about the history knows that this mace was made for a cleric of Lathander, the god of dawn. The head of the mace is shaped like a sunburst and made of solid brass. Uh, the weapon glows as bright as a torch when its wielder commands. And while it's glowing, it deals an extra 1d6 radiant damage to undead creatures. Woo. Go for it. Go for it, though. I think someone's getting rid of their warhammer. And the other war thing hammer. on the table is a breastplate. It is a plus one breastplate that has a gold dragon motif worked into its design. It was created for a human hero of Neverwinter named Turgon, uh, and it grants its wearer advantage on saving throws against the breath, we breath weapons of creatures that have the dragon type. Oh, sweet. What yeah. is that called? It is Dragon Guard. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> that would make your AC awesome. a 19, too. 19. <clears throat> Good Dragon guard. So Lightbringer is a plus one mace that while you can command it to glow whenever you want, and when it so does... as bright as a torch when its wielder commands, and, and it does while an glowing it does damage. a d6 of radiant damage to undead. Okay. Uh, Sweet. And Dragon Guard is a plus one breastplate that gets advantage on saving throws against breath weapons from dragons. Or creatures that have the dragon type, technically. Close enough. So you find those things, and then um, as part of this, there's a small room, um, and you can see that 
uh, off of a 15, there's a small room on the northeast side. And it's a separate workspace where items, um, uh, it looks like, and this is something that Ferris might recognize, but it looks like it was a place where items were being prepared or would have been prepared for enchantment, yeah. where they would be polished and lacquered. Um, but it's just about all destroyed. It's just a preparatory. No, 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 no it was magical, so it didn't survive Correct. the fire. Nothing survived there. Also where they kept their lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> and the, um, the other thing that occurs to you is after your thunder wave, that huge boom, um, you swear you were hearing echoes of it, but those echoes seem to have gotten louder. So every couple of minutes you hear a big boom in the cave, like a thunderous boom. Right, all throughout, and it's loud, it's gotten loud enough now that as everything settles down after this uh, encounter you had, you realize the floor shakes a little with each boom, mm. and it happens on, on a regular basis every couple of minutes. Uh, so we got the magic items, but no money or anything that we need to record. That is correct. Okay, no coins. All right. So in the room outside of the workshop. It looks like there are two paths. There are, outside of that workshop, up to the north and to the west. And the, the, the loudness, that thunderous echoing boom, is actually uh, sounds like the, it's coming from the north. Uh, um, is it this way? Yeah. Okay. Lightbringer. I like having a mace named Lightbringer. And light bring what was the dragon um, god the what was the what was the it was a breastplate breastplate yeah. plus one plus breastplate, one breastplate called plate. dragon guard and what were you wearing before um oh he's I, checking armor I, values I, I don't think i i chain mail a chain mail a chain shirt yeah all right so your ac actually went up by two then because if the you chain the shirt's only a 13 ac value Breastplate's a 14 AC value, plus a plus to plus one. Dang. So you become an invincible. Dude, you're not going to be able to get hit. Yeah. You, you now have a 20 armor class. At level, He's our at level four. Will you double check, though, to make right. sure that you're, we're wearing a chain shirt? It says chain mail. Chain mail. Is that different? Chain uh, mail, okay, is a 16 armor class. So okay. you're actually losing one armor class. You're back down to your original 17 now. <laughs> That doesn't seem good. So what do we want to the do? The plus with that? one breastplate would have a fifteen armor class. Your chain mail would have a sixteen armor class. Mm. But it's good against dragon type creatures. Well um, Do you have a dex bonus? No. I definitely don't have a dex bonus. <laughs> <laughs> if you consider negative one a bonus. Okay. I guess that means I go back to what I was, which was eighteen. And we will have someone well, else you're not completely invincible then. She can't wear her heavy armor, right? She can't. No, it's no. medium armor. The breastplate's medium the breastplate's, armor. Can you wear medium armor? Probably not. Uh, I don't think so. No. I can, but I have chainmail. It would drop me down too. Mm. I'll bet you the other fighter that we're not using would benefit from yep. that. Just like you're that long right. sword, that fighter would have benefited from the long sword. Well, yep. I'll stick that. But that guy's backpack. an asshole, and no one be him, so... Yeah. We'll put him in the backpack, and tell? it'll go yeah. in the... Huh? Uh, How can I tell? Sir Walter Moss Museum. Your proficiency. We open up here. <laughs> Sir Museum. Sir Museum. Sir Walter Museum. Moss. 
something. All right, so the other thing I was checking yeah. was the damage on the mace. So the mace does one die six. Yeah, the other guy's wearing long uh, is wearing leather armor. That other fighter. Yep, he'd be perfect for it. Definitely. All right, so you guys are going so to you're uh, going to one die six plus three on what with that mace against undead or generally against generally one because it's got a plus one enhancement bonus. Against so you add that to your damage, so it'd be one die six plus one for the enhancement bonus plus two for your strength. Although that's worse than what he was using. But too. it adds an extra one. To it attack. adds an extra static damage, right? That does which you can't, you know, and that's nice. Yeah, can't negate. And uh, is that going to be a bludgeoning damage? It'll be a bludgeoning, yes. Yes, from a mace. Yep, it would be bludgeoning. So I believe you guys were headed north next. Yeah. I don't know. Are we going towards the boom? Or are we going away from the boom? Because the boom is coming towards danger, right? The boom is from the north. I mean, are we going to go towards the boom? Yeah. I okay. I mean, or do we want to go in a direction that is not towards the boom? Yeah, we're going to go. I, we're yeah. going to go north. Are you certain? Yeah. Are you certain? Are you absolutely? I guess we should certain? walk toward danger. Let's go toward danger. Uh, when have you not? When have we not? Yeah. No, no. Yep. No, obje- no objection to walking towards danger. Here we go. I object, but I'm not going <laughs> to stay here by myself. <laughs> All right. She's so like, you, head, you guys are crazy. You head north again through, um, uh, actually down some stairs that are just roughly carved into the cavern. Uh, and again, going through the roughly hewn cavern walls. And it takes a bend to the west. And you are on a narrow edge that overlooks a large cavern that houses a surging, seething body of water. The rhythmic booming heard throughout the mines is louder here. At regular intervals, a fresh surge of water funnels into this chamber and slams against the wall just below the ledge. The echo suggests that this cave might be one arm of a much larger cavern to the northeast. But no, the game does not let us go to the northeast. Why it says that there's much larger stuff over there. It's just probably another breadcrumb. All right, so Bree is kind of like, there's a a wall? Yeah. She's going to hug the wall and be like, I told you guys! (laughs) And it's deafeningly loud. Um, So when when the water surges in, uh, it raises the level of that water up towards the ledge uh, about 10 feet up. And then after a minute, the water level returns down uh, about 15 feet lower. Hmm. So this is definitely part of a, a tide. It's definitely influenced by a tide. And it just comes in every couple of minutes and boom, big echoing throughout the whole place. Wave, so shakes the floor. Wave echo cave. So this is... Hey. Hey. God, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's too hard for to We just right found the namesake. <laughs> man. All All right, right. So continuing on, we're gonna, there's, you said there's a path to the north? Uh, there's a path to the west, actually, up to the wow. uh, northwest, really. Uh, on the northwest side of this uh, area, um, up to the northeast, what it described, that the echo suggests that this may be part of a larger cavern to the northeast. Yes, it may, but it isn't in this adventure. Fair Therefore, enough. it's irrelevant. You can't go there. There be dragons. Uh, and you don't, no one's wearing the breastplate, so you don't want to go there. This is true. <laughs> So you'll head um, on the northwest side. Sure. Through a, uh, again, a nice roughly hewn cavern um, hallway that leads uh, a bit west, goes north, and then bends back around to the west. 
and opens up into what is actually area number 17. And from there... Why can't we go this way? Through the top. Uh, because I've already said you're going the other way. All right, never mind. I don't Boom. worry. They all lead together eventually. Oh. They all lead to your doom. They all lead to... <laughs> your specifically. Mind. Yes. Well, I wouldn't doubt it because she just has a <laughs> tendency to rush in. So the passage that you were in is actually kind of... Um, Bree is definitely a shoot first, ask questions. Kinda, it's actually a smaller passage than what I described. It's it's short. It's uh, barely four feet high. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and it looks like at some point that may have been a, a river stream bed. And uh, no water is flowing through it as when you guys go through it, but it's a small area. And um, that's what we have for that. So it opens up, and you're on a ledge that, that goes down just a little bit. Uh, let me just finish here. Uh, okay. The whole area, if you want to draw this area 17 and 18 together, uh, your narrative for 18 is a wide rift fills the eastern half of this cavern, and that's where you're coming in. A stream pours out of the west wall, then tumbles down into the rift and flows out again to the north. Several ropes are secured to iron stakes along the western edge of this rift, leading down to the chasm floor. Hmm. And when you walk in, you see down in there uh, three bugbears. Two of them are clearing rocks on the floor, and another one is standing guard in the western half of the cavern. And there is also a... Do is kill bugbears. (laughs) There's also a... Drow, a, a it looks like a male drow elf, uh, standing supervising the operation, and that's where we're going to leave it off here. As uh, you guys see, the bugbears and the drow in area number seventeen and eighteen entering this part of Wave Echo Cave, and another boom echoes out behind you and shakes the floor. Nice. All right. I guess we'll see if I can add to my bugbear jaw collection next time. (laughs) Well, you've got plenty (laughs) to work with here. All right, everybody, we're going to go now. Bye-bye. Our brave adventurers battle deeper into Wave Echo Cave, defeating two powerful creatures and looting some memorable magic treasures. They pass through the area where the waves cause the echoes in the cave and find more adversaries, which they'll deal with next time. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.